I got the incredible Seagull, the Eagle, the CLS experience, King of Swing. He also is the Paradigm Shift host, uh, which is my favorite Saturday show. And I'm blessed to have him uh, as a compadre of mine. Welcome to Ask Me Anything, the BYOQ, the future of Friday training and the future of work. What's going on, Seagull? Where are you? What an honor to be here. I'm also currently in Lisbon, Portugal. I was actually with you about 15 minutes ago when I gave you the biggest bear hug in the elevator because I thought I was saying goodbye, but I was really just saying see you soon. Uh, what an awesome trip this was. What an event. For anybody listening out there, I'll start it out with a nugget. You know, I was only in here for one day, and that's enough, right? Because what is the cost of inaction? When you have opportunities like this, number one, you have to create them. And then you have to seize them because as Dave always teaches me, it's the long game mentality, right? So we spoke a little bit this time. Next time we may have a bigger role, more than likely. And also the connections we made today. So thank you for the opportunity and what an awesome trip so far. That's awesome. And, you know, watching you, I keep, because I have the luxury of hindsight and the, the Monday morning quarterback of mentoring and the Monday morning quarterback of being here for five years and seeing that you're where, or even farther than I was when I started off and you're emceeing big stages. But what I really got to see is, you know, you took the effort to show up uh, and every turn that you made, whether it was emceeing, whether it was sitting backstage while you're emceeing, whether it was sitting at a booth or listening to a speaker or even going to dinner or hanging out in the lobby, every single time that I was around you, there was more opportunities that came at ease to you. There was power sponsors and sponsors. There was organic introductions. So instead of having to be a favor of Dave Meltzer, where I'm calling somebody going, oh, I love Craig Siegel. He's amazing. Have you seen the CLS experience and Paradigm Shift? Have you been on his podcast? Can you you know, do me quote unquote a favor and interview him or quote unquote a favor and come on his show. Instead, just by you being and showing up, people at our frequency were like, dude, you got to do this with me. You should, we got speaking as South by Southwest. We're going to go do this other show. Craig, I saw it. You got to do it. And we had elevated a frequency. What question comes to mind for you is you now just experienced what I call the authentic organic frequency neighborhood instead of the forced neighborhood of trying to cold call by knocking on doors of all the paradigm shifts and i don't mean episodes of our weekly show i mean life lessons i think this one uh, might be top three favorites of mine and for anybody listening tonight uh specifically that's building a personal brand which many of our listeners and followers are uh, dave i'd like you to explain why sometimes the quick home run can actually hurt the credibility of your brand as opposed to taking that long game mentality and earning it. So when the time is right, there's more of an audience to see it. Yeah, and I saw this in my own life because I got out of law school and made a million dollars nine months out of law school. And I always felt as if how and what would have been impacted if I had to continue to struggle to make that money. Um, and so, especially in building a brand, because we never know what's going to hit, and that's why consistency is so important, because you never know what's going to hit, because of statistics themselves, every once in a while, for example, if I have 100 people I'm helping build their brand, one of them is going to hit every day on average. That means whatever the video is, whether they like it, don't like it, think it's amazing, think they're amazing or don't, 
everyone's going to hit on one day. And one of the biggest dangers that I see is when I have a client that I'm helping to build their brand that states they have a long vision, get success early on, and then they expect everything that they do to get those kind of results. Now, I've been with the biggest names in the social media space, the Gary V's, the Tom Billions, the Ed Milets, the Dan Fleischmans, the Neil Patels, whoever it may be. And we all on certain days have content completely flop as far as what people's ego would think that flop. Now, the ignorance of most people is they think that that means it wasn't a good video. For me, the criteria of a good video isn't that it got a million, two million or three million views, which is a terrible thing to happen on your first video because then you think every video of yours is amazing and everyone should get that, which is an impossibility. But even worse, you lose the understanding of what you're aiming for. You know, we talked about today that I have some videos, especially on LinkedIn that don't do very well, but the six people that it does well with are chairmans of billion dollar companies and the reason it didn't do well in the masses is they didn't understand it, but people who had been through building a billion dollar company are resonating with a highly complex frequency that I'm emitting. And so only six people, but I have to be consistent, one, to get any type of traction, and two, to get credibility on social media, and then three, to get those six people with one video. Now. You know, all the people that don't understand it, didn't like it and think that I'm a loser because my video got, you know, 6,000 views compared to 6 million views. But meanwhile, those six chairmen of billion dollar companies changed my life. And those videos are the best videos. And those people that take shortcuts will never learn that lesson, never be able to experience that lesson. They'll be too stuck on Nobody loves me. Nobody liked it because of the number of people that viewed it. The number of people that view it have nothing to do with your long-term success in content or brand building. You have everything to do with it and what your expectations and trajectories, they determine your success. You really are a beautiful buffalo. It's unbelievable. <laughs> I'm the tuna can, the tiny tuna can. I love you. Everybody, come and join us on Saturdays. How many episodes have we done in a row without missing? Uh, 84 this week is 85 magic 85 this Saturday even though we're both traveling the entire world not just co country you'll see us there on Saturday I'll be in Indiana where will you be Manhattan in the Big Apple the Big Apple and I'll be in the big I don't know what Indiana is I guess it's the big uh, uh, pick a fruit I don't care whatever it's the big Shapiro you heard of the big Lebrowski it's the big Shapiro's because I love Shapiro's deli in Indiana anyway Craig I will see you uh, have a safe flight home thank you for always showing up and more importantly thank you for being the icon of consistency and showing what we can do with that you're amazing thank you thank you for paving the way love you I have uh, another incredible guest an incredible entrepreneur Jason Julius is here and he just popped on his gorgeous little giddy self speaking of Indiana yeah I'm just surrounded by the best Hoosiers in the world and he is one of them he's the CEO of Double J Brands he coffee junkies if you haven't checked it out in pizza junkies unbelievable franchise uh, that is growing so swiftly with a great leader and what makes him a great leader is is an intelligent follower I haven't met a man who is seeking knowledge so quickly. He reads every day, he asks questions, and he asks for help. 
Welcome, my friend, to our future of Friday training on Thursday here on <laughs> IG, every single platform out there. How you doing, Jason? Hey, brother. How are you? That's, uh, I mean, they all seem to have nicknames for you. I, did, I, I prefer the, uh, the ferocious Buddha. Oh, me too. That man knows what I love because yeah. I think what best represents people like you and I is the ferocious Buddha, uh, an anomaly. It used to be the psycho bunny, but they took that for all the apparel out there. And so the ferocious Buddha is the reconciliation of doing your best learning lessons and having fun of being able to be an entrepreneur with the desire that you must be what you can be but have ease and patience in doing that. Uh, now you've had your up and downs like everybody else. Before I get a question from you, I got a question for you, uh, which is through your journey of up and down, how have you learned to reconcile having a ferocious attitude and activity, but still being patient, wise, and at ease to be a Buddha? I, honestly, the answer comes back to almost the question I have for you, and that's realistic expectations. Uh, I, I mean, I, the, the overnight success is a fallacy. And, and you know that, I mean, you're putting 5, 10, 15, 20 years into something until you're discovered. Then all of a sudden, it's an overnight success. So it is that consistency and just trying to have realistic expectations and then realizing that, that I'm walking my path and I'm on a journey uh, that journey is a marathon in life and and whatever develops, trying to make the most out of every piece of every day and enjoying the, the journey itself. And to enjoy the consistent, persistent pursuit in that journey is so important, as you know. Uh, so speaking of that issue, you have a relative question for me about managing expectations or realistic, pragmatic decision-making. What is exactly the question that I can help you on the BYOQ today? Well, I, I think anybody that actually starts down that journey of, uh, of developing their own personal brand, you, you get unrealistic expectations. So knowing that, that, I mean, that you have millions of followers, I mean, like, what are the realistic expectations that people should be looking at when they start developing that journey? Um, because I just don't know of anybody that decides they're going to put themselves out there and inside of a couple months, they realistically have a million followers. What are realistic expectations of, uh, of, a, of a, a fruitful personal brand uh, as far as timeline and development? I love this question because I think it's the biggest challenge that people have to determine how much am I going to invest in my brand and then determine the timing and risk tolerance of that investment to determine not only the trajectory, but the ROI, the return on the investment and the multiple outcomes or better that they're looking to have. And that entirety helps us to manage realistic expectations. But I think the first question to ask a lot of people don't ask themselves and especially they're not honest with themselves or the people that they ask help from is number one, is this a hobby or do I have a desire that I must be what I can be to build my brand? You talked about discovery and discoverability uh, under the context that I believe that we have an unlimited size, scope and scale of an audience. Discoverability of not only being discovered by those people that are at our frequency or neighborhood, but more importantly too, knowing who has discovered us. And those people 
that have uh, an ego-based trajectory of a hobby of getting millions of followers, that's okay. But you have to be honest about what you want because if all you want is followers, then buy them. Do contests, go buy followers, have people fake follow you, have people fake comment. And if you want to soothe your ego in a very fast way, and you want to go ahead and make this a hobby so that you can jump online and say, oh, I got 2 million followers, uh, and I got all these fake comments, thumbs up, heart, peace sign, smiley face, whatever you dig, without anybody hating you because nobody's really engaged with you, so you can dictate all the positivity, the thumbs up and smiley faces and peace signs that you want, then be honest with yourself. It's okay. It's okay to have a hobby about building a brand or having a podcast or wanting to be a side hustler or whatever it is. It's okay. But it's not okay if you're not honest with yourself because then you're going to end up in blame, shame, and justification when you don't get what you want and you're going to waste a ton of money and lose a ton of relationships because you're going to pay people to do things for you and you're not going to get it because you're doing it as a hobby. But if you have a desire that you must be what you can be, then you need to build a community. And a community is not about followers, not about viewers. A community, number one, is knowing what you want in your community and who you want to help and who can help you. A community is a bunch of people that help each other and know people who can help each other. And if you want to build a community and a brand within the context of that community that resonates with that community at the frequency of that community, the vibration, awareness, discoverability of that community, and you're willing to do it every day, enjoying it, the consistent every day, persistent without quit because you have a desire that you must be what you can be, pursuit of what you want from your community, a bunch of people who can help each other or know people who can help each other with popping pimples or making pizzas or selling shirts with the ferocious Buddha or Asahi bulls or SEO or funnels or ad spends or rental suits, whatever it is, then go ahead, be honest with yourself and be willing to detach your emotions from what you want and look at building a community that will allow you to expedite what you want by asking for help with that community. Because asking for help expedites what we want because asking for help from our community is getting directions to where other people are that are aligned in the trajectory of what we want. And then the statistical success that comes with that as well, meaning quantitatively, I want you know five decision makers who are engaged with me or empowered by me to empower others, whatever it is, then that statistical success is deemed in only one way. Within the context of building a community, it's only deemed by finding people that you can help get what they want. Remember, my community is based on helping each other get what we want and knowing people who can help us get what we want. The statistical success is not equated in the same way as acceleration. Acceleration is created by people who are already there and can get you there. That's the fastest way to get you there. But statistical success of what you want is deemed only by the community itself. And the bigger the community of people that will help us and that we can help get to what they want, 
Now, statistically, it makes sense. If I have a thousand people that know a thousand people to help me get what I want and I can help get what they want, obviously I'm gonna be more statistically successful than you are and I'm gonna get there faster. So to manage our expectations, decide whether it's a hobby or not, and then decide what you want, who can help you and who you can help, and then you'll know how to detach your emotions from the outcome and get it done because you'll know what's important to you. Not what's important to everyone else, followers, thumb up, smiley faces, the peace signs, but instead what's important to you to help empower others, to change for the better the world. That's what we do. And if your world's a thousand people, you know what I learned? I, I, I gotta tell you before we the next guest, because just on my biggest takeaway was from the president of Kajabi. A guy's named Sean Kim. And he said, you know where people fall down today when it comes to content creation is there's no middle class. Everybody either wants to be Gary Vee or they think they're nothing at all. And what they don't realize is if they create a group coaching for $97 a month and get 100 people to do their group, they create a passive income of $100,000 a year, almost 120000 a year. If they create a training course, videoed for $47 a month, they create passive income with 200 people of $120,000 a year. How many other things could you do that all you would need is two people doubling every year? It doesn't take that long. It doesn't take that many years to get to $120,000 of passive income for the rest of your life that will continually grow and grow and grow. So that's the minimum. It's not going to shrink. It's amazing because you're going to get better at what you do in the community of people who can help you and know people who can help you. are going to get more people to help you and know people who help you. So more people are going to join your group or buy your training course or buy your coffee junkies, pizzas, whatever the hell you want, the ferocious Buddha pizza at the pizza junkies. It's amazing. So everybody out there, let's start joining the middle class. Let's not have hobbies with dreams of being Gary V. Let's have realistic, pragmatic objectives that are based off of enjoying the consistent, persistent pursuit of our potential, being realistic, and let's be in the middle class and let's create a life that we dream of because you don't need to have millions of followers to get what you want, to help who you want, for others to help you and to know how to get that done. Prioritize what's important to you and I promise you, you will make a lot of money, help a lot of people and have a lot of fun. 